Welcome back to the Dump and Chase podcast. Congrats to the Stanley Cup champion, Washington Capitals. Unbelievable. Alexander Ovechkin finally, finally breaks through. So happy for him. This is a huge Ovechkin podcast. Uh, Justified triple crown winner. Unbelievable. Is LeBron possibly going to the Spurs? We, uh, we get in detail about that. Give a little World Cup preview as it's that time of the year again. And we bring uh, Matt Ostick on to talk about the U.S. Open. He'll give us some previews, some rundowns of Shinnecock. Get into that. So our, our locked bets and our dump and chase of the week, Dennis Rod. Here we go. Yeah, that's right. This cut goes out to all y'all that's been missing us for mad years. One love, yo. Yeah, that's right. He's got game. If man is the father, the son is the center of the earth, in the middle of the universe, then why is this verse coming six times rehearsed? Don't freestyle much, but I write them like such. Amongst the fiends controlled by the screens, what does it all mean, all this shit? What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Dump and Chase. Welcome back. Heavy, we got a big week uh, behind us here. A lot was happening. Champions were crowned. Uh, We'll start it off with the, the NHL finals. Man, Washington finally got over the hump. Finally. Ovi, Oshi, Backstrom, Holdby, the whole crew, man. Yeah. They, yeah. Vegas didn't even no. – I mean, after that first game, yeah. it was – I mean, the first game was a game the Caps even feel they should have won. You know, it's – looking back on it, it was huge for, for Vegas and whatnot. But, man, if you're going to win the Stanley Cup on the road – they won every single series on the road. But if you're going to win the Stanley Cup finals on the road – I don't know a better city to do it in going, Vegas. Going into the weekend, oh, oh my, my god, these guys are tearing it up. Everyone's seen it on every social media avenue. They didn't um, sleep walking through the MGM Grand at six thirty a.m. No, with the no cup. one's. I don't even know if Ovi slept yet. Um, his BAC hasn't been. <laughs> He's below point two four. How about when he was at the the Nats game and he got. He had a redo first opening pitch. His yeah, he called a redo because yeah. <laughs> it was a shitty pitch. You see that? There's a picture of him. It's it's about fifth or sixth inning. He's just standing upper deck suite area, holding um, holding the cup up, and they're not putting him on the jumbotron because the 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 ball is in yeah. play, and he's just holding it there. The guy hasn't let go of the damn thing um, for days now. But if you're gonna win a, a championship and celebrate. I oh. think this is one of the best championship celebrations I've ever seen. These guys, like, I, I don't know. I've seen tweets here and there of them taking some heat about the NBA guys winning, and they're saying, oh, like, they've done it before. Like, that's how you're supposed to celebrate. Bullshit. Man. I, I'm, if I'm winning, I'm, I'm doing laps in a six-inch fountain. I am literally – I'm going to be in the drunk tank the next morning if yeah, I win the Stanley yeah. Cup. And and I love Oshi on stage. And in the uh, in the uh, suite at the oh. ball game, chugging beers through his shirt, unbelievable. classic move, unbelievable for for his family too. His dad suffering the Alzheimer's, and unbe- unbelievable moment for them. The Minnesota boy, I mean, so many guys on that team deserved it. No more than Ovechkin, but yeah, that's just to gonna, see that's... just to see him hoist the cup, it it literally gave me chills. Oh, it was yeah, everyone. that's how that's how it should feel winning a championship. Like when KD won last year, it it was. Okay, it was expected. You know, he's chugging beer. He's spitting it out because he's a little snake. I hate I mean, KD. I that, hate, ba- I hate basketball so much. They This year, they didn't even celebrate. They no. won and they were high-fiving. Like, yeah, good for us. I mean, There's never a doubt. Best roster assembled ever. But, I mean, just so happy for the Caps. You know what KD's situation is? It's like him. It would have been like Ovechkin joining the Penguins and then winning the Cup. Everybody would have been like, 
dude. Okay, he needed like, to join a super team, but by him st- sticking with it for 14 years, and just it just be- made it that much sweeter. He, I, I got chills watching it, and it, as a fan, it was so cool seeing him watching with the it, cup, earn it. Ten years, just oh. blood, sweat, and tears, being so close so many different times, and then finally overcoming the hump. Unbelievable. Like what we talked about in past weeks, you know, the juggernaut in Pittsburgh, finally taking those guys down, um, playing from behind in Tampa against Tampa. Yeah. Um, in the opening round series, down 2-0. Yeah, like, to Columbus. So much adversity. It, it's, it was all put together. I was, I'm so happy for Washington. Yeah. I think all of America is, yeah. um, whether you like Ovi or not. The emotion the guy's been showing the last few days after winning is just – it's the coolest damn thing you could you could ask the, for. The coolest thing I think I saw was it was a picture. I think it was a T-shirt made, and it, it was Ovechkin hoisting the cup, and it had everything that every analyst has knocked him for. Not a good leader. Um, Russians can't win. Uh, he's washed up. He can't – he's not going to score 30 goals anymore, and he just did everything and some in the, in the postseason to prove everyone wrong. And – how about on the parade uh, where, he's, where he opens it saying, we aren't, go- we aren't going fucking suck this we are, year. We aren't fucking suck this year. We aren't fucking We are suck. Stanley Cup champion. So fucking cool. Um, I, I love Ovechkin. Yeah. And we are a huge Ovechkin podcast. This is by far, well, we're coming out of the college era, but this has got to be one of the longest benders in the history oh, of a championship team. My God. I mean, I know Boston, they had tweets of running up their tab, but I'm sure yeah. watch like – that was first. That first night in Vegas had to just be a shit show, man. Um, coming back to Washington, it's a it's a two second walk to the MGM Grand, and if I was a if I was a wife of one of those players, I would have had eyes on my um, on my guy. What a time! If if you're not a fan of the NHL, you have to be a fan of Washington Capitals and what they did, especially being account, accounted out in pretty much every series they played in, trailed from behind in every series, just a historic run and. No, nobody deserved it more than Ovechkin. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was it was fun to watch. Um, I'm we'll probably still see shenanigans going on into this week, but Saturday as well. There's another uh, champion in Justify. Yes. taking home the triple crown, yep. second time in what five years here? Second time in the last four years. Four years. Yep. American yeah. Pharaoh. Hopefully, hopefully Justify gets brought to Canterbury Park in in Jacoby this year. Doubt um, it, but he the guy is is going to retire now and have mm. a long life of just sex. But let's let's not – there's some controversy here. There's a video. Oh, the so other horse. The owner – Bob Baffert. Bob Baffert had two horses in the race. Uh, Restoring Hope was the other one, and Justify was the winner, obviously. But Restoring Hope sprinted out of the gates. Which I believe he's it, not usually – uh, his owner or whoever yeah, they're, they're interviewing was like – this horse is not a quick starter. Yeah. Like he is a long haul so, guy. So what the the conspiracy here is that he raced out of the gates, went towards the middle, and then kind of angled two horses off so that they couldn't get around Justify, and built enough cushion where he wasn't interfering and they couldn't pass him on the outside. Which technically it's legal, but does this hurt racing? And do many people know about this? Um, I think it's it's a cheeky move, and I think it's unbelievable because I love Triple Crown winners and made some cash off of it. But I I don't know does should that be allowed? Should be allowed to have two horses in the race? Yeah, it, it, they came out in an interview and said that it was baffling, saying that they thought Baffert would have wanted Restoring Hope nowhere near 
you know, close to the pace. Yeah. Um, like you said, he jumped into second place right behind Justify, kind of kind of used himself as a blocking agent. Another jockey was saying he pinned his horse up against the rail, looking like a bodyguard for Justify. Yeah. Um, and then went on to finish eighth. So never never really a shot at thirty seven to one. I mean, yeah. don't rule anyone out, but it's yeah. it's definitely controversial. But I think Justify they said how dominant he was yeah. coming in. Um there's always the talk of, you know what, is it is the time frame too close? But they said the same thing about American Pharaoh. Yeah. It's I mean, I, I one thing I don't like about the triple crown is you got guys who which there's actually another horse. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but they Bob Baffert would get an extra twenty mil um, from winning this race, and so they they held their horse out of it because it was a part of the same ownership group, really, which would have contended for the, the Belmont, oh, I and, and would have okay. beaten them, yeah, which would take away twenty million dollars out of their Shit. pocket. So someone is probably getting a cut of that, yeah. I don't know. You got other guys, maybe it's just putting them in the Preakness yeah. or just putting them in the Belmont. So you got fresh legs out there, but yeah, Justify was dominant. It's an all three. It, it was an unbelievable run. There wasn't really one race where you thought, oh shit, he might not win. He pretty much led, you know, one by a length and a half plus on every single race. Um, but it's it's funny because these races are so close together. I think they're they they span in a total of what, four weeks? So a month pretty much. So you got the the Derby early May. And the 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 Preakness a week after, and then two weeks later is is the Belmont. Um, I don't know if that necessarily hurts the 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 horse racing and, and the Triple Crown. That's probably why we don't see as many, just because you know exhaust has to to play a role. Fatigue. Um, we saw it. I think it was two years ago. There was a horse contending for the Triple Crown, and he took dead last in the Belmont because he was pretty much forced to run a race where he was limping before mm-hmm. in hopes of winning it. So, um, but all in all, unbelievable year for the sport. Um, yeah. And it was cool to see you Gronk, Gronk yeah. had his horse in there. Yeah. It came from, it was dead ass last, like yeah. dead last by probably 20 lengths. Yeah. Um, until probably the third turn and just, he's just making a charge for the, the finish line there, but obviously justify held him off. Yeah. But I mean, that's cool to see Gronk, Gronk was in the stands. Belichick was it. Yeah. Just, he was probably loaded. I mean, they probably took a little yeah. cute paycheck home, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Justify is going to go on to a, a huge breeding right deal in 60 mil. I want to say, yeah, it was a $25 million bonus just from winning that. Well, I think his sperm is actually going for like 200 grand or something like that just to get a cut of that sperm. Just one, like yeah. one. To, to breed your to one breed nut. horse. Yeah, one little nut. Hey, side note here Is Gronkowski retiring and. Just gonna be a full time horse owner. Ooh, hot take. Because there's talks that he might get traded. Well, uh, if, he's, if, he, if he's gonna get traded, it's now now is the time to do it. He's kind of in his little in his prime, maybe on the outskirts, but he's he still a dominant ride, force. He might ride out the Brady train and then dabble, see what his options are. But well, I it's could... not. It's not really up to him. It's up to management. So <laughs> true. So I. You know, if he does get traded, does he hang him up and just say, fuck it, I'm 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 racing Gronkowski for from here on out? You know, I my body's taking so many shots. Yeah, but uh the stud stud like. fees are gonna be through the roof for this horse. Yeah. Um that I mean, how do you get into that business? I mean, there's so many losers in it. It's quite the risk with injuries, yeah. disease, sickness, all that good stuff. But yeah, that that was a fun one to watch. You always love seeing the triple crown. Yeah. Is, I mean, is it gonna be more of a popular thing? No, I, I think we ran into a couple 
you know, last four years we've seen yeah. some superstars. Bob Baffert is he going to pump out another one in the next five years. I I, I think he's gonna. I, the dude just knows how to breed horses, get the the best out of them. And the thing is, Justify was a young horse. He wasn't really expected to mm-hmm. to do this. I know he's the favorite in the first one, but to win a triple crown without racing at the age of two is pretty absurd. But uh, let's move on here to the NBA Finals. I didn't uh, even care. Yeah, the Warriors didn't even. After game one, I was so checked out. Ugh. So was LeBron. Broke his fucking hand. Yeah, um, asterisk by that. Did he break his hand? Did he not? Shows up at the press conference with a black cast on. Yeah, so so we're we're gonna run with this black cast. I, I mean, you can get pretty much any color cast, but but we think he went with black because I, LeBron is probably going to the Spurs. That's he's hinting at black San cast Antonio. equals San Antonio black. He loves pop. You know, Kawhi is now making amends with pop. Because he sees, you know, we could recruit LeBron. Should I stay here? With mm-hmm. you know, sign a little two-year deal. I think it'd be. I think it would be smart because a lot of people are thinking he goes to L.A., which I I don't know. But look at like if that. you look at L.A., they're young. They have Lonzo. They're about to get LiAngelo. Yep, it's gonna be a ball. And fast. if if they can get Paul George and LeBron, yeah, and it's gonna be showtime. The Lakers will be back, but. It's going to be harder, I think, with, you know, Luke Walton, who's not, you know, he's not, you know, put his mark on the league by any means. He had a 24-0 start with Golden State, and that's about it. He's been kind of managing that young rebuild in, in L.A. the last two years. But think about it. You put Popovich coaching Kawhi and LeBron, and if they can keep Aldridge or say they move him and, and bring someone else in or just bring in some other pieces – Spurs have, have gone to the playoffs 21, 22 straight times. Like I see, think that's his best option. You, coaching, you need coaching to win in this league. You either need three studs, all-star, first-team ballot, whatever, or you need you know two stars and a, and a, and a really good coach. Um, I you think, think there's I no think, chance he stays in Cleveland? No. I think Cleveland would be his third option. If they can somehow like, – Does he have finagle, to think about his kids at all? Like what does Cleveland have to do to get him to stay? Well, Who do they have to yeah, bring in? I mean, he said that – Family will play a factor and, you know, where he can win a championship, obviously. So if you bring that into account, he's got a house in L.A., he's got a house in Miami, and his kids are still, you know, one's in high school. One's about, I think one's about to enter high school and one is middle school, but it's just a couple months throughout the year. I think they can stay in Cleveland where, where he can go. Yeah. I mean, Paul George and Kawhi were visiting Miami this week. I don't know what that means. They could have been on vacation. They could be talking to Pat Riley. It could be a reunion down in Miami. But I just think his best chance, and he even with his cast, I think it's a foregone conclusion that he's going to the Spurs. Yeah, I'm leaning heavily on San Antonio. Yeah. If there's a if there's bets out right now where he's going, I'm putting all my money on San Antonio. Uh, the only thing, I mean, yeah, it's going to be fun to see how the offseason shakes out, but I think what I'm I'm more long-term LeBron. I want to see him play with this kid. I think that yeah. would be sick. Where do, um, where do you think his best option is to do that? I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking uh, L.A. Yeah. Just because they're young. Yep. You know, you never know if he goes out there. He, who knows where that team will go with yeah. LeBron if they have have those other weapons. And I mean, you're right. He, he even said it, the greatest accomplishment of his career would be being able to suit up on the same court as his son. I don't know if that means the same team or a different team, but who knows? I think I think Levar Ball might be able to finesse Leangelo and Lamelo and LeBron's kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so that. 2020 
24, 2024, would that be, that put him six? Yeah, that 2024. Keep your eyes. LeBron would be about 39. Look for uh, those two to be suiting up together and, uh, you know, making a run at history. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another uh, big week in sports coming up. We got the World Cup, FIFA World Cup. Every four uh, years, baby. On tap. I always look forward to that one. Um, we followed a little bit closer in high school, and we used to do a little north-south yeah. World Cup. Oh man, I miss those days. Steve Machad Park today. It's uh, yeah. it's it's now Steve Machad Park, which I'll never call it that. It's it's North Park. It'll always be North Park. I don't know who the hell was behind that, but uh, you know, Steve Machad, take a lap, buddy. It's North Park. Um, but let's just dive into Jake. Who? What do you see as the group of death? Um, looking at the groups. I don't see a huge, scary group of death. Um, the one group that's going to be kind of a battle is going to be Group B, just because they, they feature Portugal and Spain. Okay. Um, two powerhouses in Europe, uh, Morocco and Iran, not really going to contest. Uh, you know, I'm going to have to disagree. I think Iran, with all their, you know, their nuclear weaponry, uh, they've got something up their sleeve, and I think it's all building towards the World Cup. Okay. I, I could see Iran making a splash. Um, yeah, I, I would look out for the, the Iranis. Okay. I like Group D, too. I like Argentina, the clear favorite there. Lionel yep. Messi, obviously, going to lead the charge there um, for Argentina with Iceland and Croatia. Don't count out Nigeria. Do not. But Iceland, they got, you know, all the, the deal of the Vikes took their skull chant. And yep. I'll never forget when they made the World Cup for the first time. Um, they the got their whole, their so whole cool. island behind them. Um, another good one is group F Germany, yeah, Mexico, for sure, for sure. The group of death. Yeah. That's if, if there's a clear favorite a group of death, that's the one I'd go with. Um, but one group that is really a toss up is group H Yeah, features Poland, Senegal, Colombia, and Japan. Colombia um, got a nice little draw here. Yeah. Colombia with James Rodriguez there. He's top five player in in soccer today or i mean he had an Ooh, unbelievable, I don't know, top five unbelievable 2014 world cup yeah he, he was carried that, that that country on his back um i think the one two there is going to be colombia and poland just because poland's got the uh robert lewandowski who plays for Bayern munich i believe yep. he's still at yep um okay who do you think it, okay so two two teams come out of that we're, we're basically saying those two but who's going to have the better all-around tournament lewandowski or rodriguez I gotta go James just because yeah. he's got the sporting cast. Yeah, J Rod. That uh, that is probably the road I'd go. Um, but we gotta we gotta factor in the host country here, yep. Russia. So um, they're kinda... they're they're in a group with themselves: Russia, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, and Uruguay. Uruguay. Great. You know, they got team. Suarez. They got they got some talent. But we're gonna run with something here, um, Jake. We know that Vladimir. Is trying to rig the World Cup. Uh, people are kind of up in arms with their draw and what he's been doing kind of on the FIFA stage. Uh, which, can, we, we, which can go back, maybe yeah. some collusion with, hell, the presidential race. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was Ovi's year. You don't know if he had yeah. a hand in that. The, the Russian, whole Olympic thing. The or Russians uh, banned from the Olympics, win a Stanley Cup, a little Russian connection down in D.C. It's, maybe it's Russia's year. It's, it's the year of the Russians. I, I, I think they're the clear-cut favorite to win this. They are on home soil. Uh, refing could play a factor. And I, I just think they're, they're going to come out of Pool A. They, the one? You nope. think they take down Uruguay? I think they come out of Pool A as, as the one. 
Um, maybe some collusion there, maybe not. Uh, you know, their last World Cup, they finished 24th, but it wasn't on home soil. I, I could see this, you know, them making a deep run. Uh, their goalkeeper, Igor at Kinefiv, um <laughs> is lights out. I, I think he's got, you know, 2015 vision. He's guy, been great for CSK Moscow. Yeah, he's unbelievable. He's been uh, good. Don't uh, rule out Yuri Gazaniski, plays for Krasnodar. Um, guy can absolute run you down, up and down the field. Yeah, um, Artem, one of the, one Artem of the Zuba, best. their striker. Oh, man. Uh, uh, but, yeah, their, their best player, like you said, is goalkeeper <laughs> Igor Akinfif. Um, he's the captain of the team. He's He's got some age under him, 32 years old. He's He's got something to prove. Yeah, there, he's, there was, he's the backbone of this team. Good size, quick reaction, plays smart. Um, but it, he'll have to be in top shape uh, yeah. for them to take this one. Yeah. Okay. Here's a serious note. What uh, what player needs to have a better tournament and basically their team's their team basically has to win it? But Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi, who who's whose legacy is more at stake here? Is it Ronaldo who's got all the the FIFA accolades? Um, is it Messi with all the scoring records? But who needs to win the World Cup to cement their legacy as possibly the greatest? player to um, I have to go with Lionel Messi he, he's had so many tries at this he's 30 right. years old most likely his last World Cup while he's in his prime it's been over two decades since Argentina's won you know anything relevant but yeah I think he's won just about every title um, there is to win um, they were runners up in 2014 yeah he's hungry he wants it again um, so I'm, I'm expecting Messi you know he's probably I've regret Best player in the entire tournament. Um, so you're going Messi. I gotta go Messi. Okay. Um, I think, I think I'm gonna agree that that Messi needs to have the better tournament. But uh, I just think that Ronaldo, if he can win this, if he can win the World Cup, especially with you know not the greatest surrounding cast, and they didn't even after their 2014 showing where they didn't even make it out of the the, the group stage, but uh, they haven't had a a top three finish since 1966. And uh, if he, you know, he's, he's 33 years old. This is clearly probably his last world cup and same with Messi. If he can go out on top, I think he'll be the most accomplished player that we've ever seen in the sport. And uh, you know, anything short of the final will, will probably be a failure for Portugal, uh, especially with, you know, a couple of talents they have. They got some aging players uh, Bruno Alves, who's 36, Jose Fonte, 35. You just, it, it, this is their time. And if he wants to cement himself as the best player to ever lace him up, like Pele, uh, he needs to go out on top. Yeah, that's going to be a battle there. Um, always fun to watch, keeps us busy, keeps yeah. us watching sports on TV with, you know, NBA and NHL finishing up. But next topic here heartbreaking, heartbreaking news coming out of the oh. weekend. We found out. Our guy, you know, he, he's been with us since the start. We've been huge on him. Showtime Otani. Oh, my God. Is I'm getting upset. Ru- rumors that he's going to have to undergo Tommy John surgery oh. and could possibly be out until 2020. Evan, yeah. where does this leave Showtime? Where does this leave this podcast? The, this, this is a big, 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 big loss for the Dump and Chase podcast. We are big Showtime Otani uh, potty and – what this guy did early on in the year 
people were saying, you know, he kind of struggled in spring training, maybe hold him down. Uh, yeah, maybe he could have relished down in, in double A AA or triple A to start the year and then been brought up. But the dude was mashing home runs, striking out batters left and right with his sauce. And now that he he might have that elbow Tommy John injury, yeah, we're it, we're not gonna have showtime to talk about until probably 2020 if he if he undergoes this surgery. Um, yeah, this could be a huge huge blow. I'm I'm almost in tears just talking about we. Yeah, we, he he we love showtime. He was diagnosed by trainers with I believe it was a a, a UCL sprain in his arm. Uh, had some stem cell injections, um, plasma. Um, he, he's one of the best Japanese players in history yeah. to come over and play Him for and in the MLB. Um, I, I just he, was, he had some pretty good stats to start the year. Um, he, he was four and one, not a great ERA, but he was getting the job done when he was in the lineup for his team. Uh, Three ten ERA, which which will only improve with time. Uh, I think he ended the year with. You know, six or seven dingers. The dude had good numbers with runners in scoring position. He was going to be the next up and coming thing. And where does this leave the Angels? They're they're starting to struggle. They're they're four or five games back in the AL West, behind the Seattle Mariners. Um, could be the Mariners' year. It, it could be. Since we, you got our guy Ichiro Suzuki uh, retiring, retired. Now he's their hitting coach. But they're staying hot. It didn't yeah. seem to alter anything in what they got going on. I think this Hell, would be their first. This would be their first AL West crown since Griffey, mid two thousand junior. Yeah, Griffey Junior. It, it, we might, if Showtime does in fact go down, we're going to turn into a huge Seattle Mariners podcast. Ichiro really Suzuki, Real Ichiro quick. Suzuki will be our new guy. Uh, we're not. We're not. You know, we're not giving up on Showtime. He'll be back. And he, he still hasn't committed to the Tommy John, but it seems more likely than not. But I can't believe this. From where we were at a few weeks back to now, this is this took an absolute 180 for the worst. And the, the dump and chase is really, really going to miss showtime if he goes through with this. Yeah, definitely going to miss showtime. Um, let's keep moving forward here. Thursday. We start up the 2018 U.S. Open at Shinnecock out in uh, the Hamptons. Evan, it's going to be a great tournament. Um, we got a lot of lot of day one, day two yep. pairings that I can't wait to see. Friday, we open up with a good one. You got Bubba Watson, Jason Day, Brooks Kepka together. Um, John Rahm, the Spaniards, Sergio Garcia, Rafa Cabrera, <laughs> Bello. That's going to be a great group. Um, you're also looking at Rory, Spieth, and the wow. lefty, Phil Mickelson, and then the late group, we got Stenson, Adam Scott, Martin Kamer, and probably the best one in that first pair, uh, Justin Thomas, last year's U.S. Open champ, Dustin Johnson coming off a, a win last week when he had the walk-off chip in from like a buck 70 outs yeah, in just Tiger Woods. Just a casual nine iron. Yeah, so day one's going to be good. Uh, day two is going to be the same same pairings, but yeah, I, I can't wait to see where we are at the cut, but we're going to... We're going to jump into an interview we have um, with our close buddy, Matt Ostick, kind of our, our elite golf mind, and, and we'll jump here into that. All right, we'd like to welcome back on the podcast our go-to for everything PGA, our golf guru and good buddy, Matt Ostick. Matty, welcome back on. What's up, boys? How you doing? What's going on, Matty? How you doing down there in Dallas? 
Good. U.S. Open Eve. Gotta love it. Waking up at 6 a.m. to stream it live. Love yep, it. That's love right. It. We got uh, Shinnecock Hills this weekend. Uh, the, the U.S. Open, 2018 U.S. Open. Um, it's going to be a good one, man. Let us uh, lead us off here with uh, your first takes on the course. We, we, we go back to 04. And we know how shitty of a condition it was. Uh, you know, the putting, the you, you were getting penalized basically for having a perfect shot on some of those greens. Is the course going to be in condition? PGA kind of wrap their hands around it. It, you know, Shinnecock's going to be a great venue. Um, it's too bad what happened in 2004. It actually, the course got away from them on just one day, and that was uh, that was Sunday, which was too bad because uh, that's obviously a deciding day. But the course should be in great shape. Uh, it rained a little bit today, so it's not going to be as fast as, as they think on the first couple days, but they'll get it to U.S. Open speed by Sunday, and hopefully they hold the course. I think the USGA is uh, well prepared for that. So it's going to be sick. Uh, hopefully we get a sick winner, but you never know. The past two winners, they've been good players, but nothing with a little, nothing firepower esque. Yeah, for sure. Um, so just basically speaking with, with how the course is laying out, uh, who do you think this course suits the best? Who's going to potentially shoot a first day, a low round scoring, put themselves top the leaderboard, put themselves in contention. Uh, who does this course kind of, you know, suit towards, uh, going forward here? So this course, long run, is going to, you know, suit a guy like Matt Kuchar. Um, kind of hits it Kuch. hits it out there. I, that's, that's a bold take. I'm going to say that right now. But the past two winners have kind of been that type of player. Corey Pavin in 95 and then Ratif Goosen in 04. So um, Kuchar kind of plays like them. Okay. And so we'll see. However, I do think you're going to see a guy like John Rahm get out to a fast start. But I don't like his chances when – the course gets firm and fast just to that guy's mental game. He's going to he's gonna have to bear down if he really wants to get the dub. But there's going to be a lot, of, a lot of good scores, I think, the first couple of days. And then we're going to see an even par 70 on Sunday be a really, really good score. There's going to be guys that break par. How, uh, that'll be... how about uh, the lefty, Phil Mickelson? You know, last time, like you said, Rakeem Gutson took him out in 04. Um, it, it, was a, it was a tight match. Is he back to finish kind of – where he left off and, and, you know, maybe a little bit of redemption here? Or who do you have um, outside Kuchar? I know you said him, but is Philly going to be in yeah. this weekend? Will he complete the Grand Slam? So Will he do it? Will he? Big question. A lot of guys right now trying to complete that Grand Slam. But I think uh, I think Phil's week kind of de- is determined on uh, one thing, and that's kind of what he wears. Does he wear the douchebag, long, button-down, sleeve shirt? <laughs> and I think if he does, he's not making the cut. And if he doesn't, if he wears a normal uh, Callaway polo T-shirt with a little KPMG on it, I think he's going to have a really good chance on Sunday. However, I do think Phil uh, in the next couple of years will complete that Grand Slam if he doesn't this year. You know what, Matty? I'm going to have to pause you for a sec. I think that button-down long sleeve, you know, it's very comfortable. It's kind of like mm-hmm. a Ham- it's mm-hmm. kind of like a Southamptons-esque type shirt. I think it actually plays to his – you know, his strengths very well. Okay. Um, I could see him, you know, instead of – that might not be the bold move. He might have Sperry's with um, spikes on the – I, I think <laughs> never that know. Could be, that could be cool. Philly's I, go-to. I like, I like that take. I mean, I'm just going to say it this way. It's a douchebag – like, that's what everyone says. It's kind of that douchebag look. I do like it. I'm going to be honest. I actually might buy those uh, – one of those shirts. However, 
I do know it is a douchebag look for some people. Yeah, um, and that's kind of what I, 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 we're we're on this podcast. We're huge with change. We we like shit like that. It gets us fucking hard over here. Um, I think if Philly goes four for four on the button downs, I think we're going to see him contention come Sunday. Hey, okay, Matt, I like that Matt, take. Hot take here. Um, so Tiger is rolling up in his yacht this weekend. <laughs> uh, docking it at the marina there about 15 minutes out of the course is is that going to be his good luck charm is he setting himself up for a denny's waitress uh, what, what's <laughs> i mean story I, I i don't think there's any denny's on in the hamptons i think you're going to look at an upper class type of denny's waitress is is what we're kind of looking at but you know if tiger wins this week i think his new nickname isn't going to be you know, obviously his nickname's Tiger. That's not his true name. It's not going to be El Tigre. It's going to be Lil Yachty. Ooh, that's what we're going to. Lil That's what we're going to. Lil Yachty. <laughs> and so, I mean, we'll 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 see about that. Um, but that'd be maybe we'll maybe we'll call him Big Yachty. You know, just because he is Big uh, Yachty, hundred fifty five footer. Um. Yeah. So that being said, Maddie, we know you're you're big on Kucher. We 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 know that you think Phil might have a, a decent showing. What uh, out of the top ten ranked guys, who do you see kind of playing well this weekend, and and who's going to put themselves into contention on Sunday and potentially, you know, hoist the trophy uh, Sunday afternoon? Yeah, I think you're going to be looking at three guys on Sunday. Um, the three I see kind of coming down the stretch. Obviously, you got Dustin Johnson coming in hot off his Memphis win. I don't think that will affect him at all. I know no winner has uh, previous week ever won the U.S. Open. That is, that is that a guy fact. Gets no that fucks. is a fact. That guy, that guy could care less about that. That guy went home and hung out with Paulina after, and we know what happened there. Quick, uh, quick um, I'm going to pause you for two seconds. That being said, we know they're in the Hamptons, a rich area, probably a lot of cocaine going around. Is this? Is he setting himself up for another epic slip on those hardwood floors? Ooh. Ooh, that's a good point. Especially with the rain today, it was raining at the Master. I mean, that's a great point. Yeah, yeah. We haven't we haven't found that out yet. I guess we're recording here Wednesday night, but I mean, I that's a good point. I never thought about that. Um, let's just let's just say that doesn't happen. <laughs> um, let's you say it hate, doesn't happen. I got DJ kind of coming, huh? You would hate for that. You would. Happen. You would because yeah. he's he's the number number one player in the world again. Yeah. Um, you want yeah. the number one player playing good um another guy i see down the stretch i've already said kucher and i've said my reasons why um another guy i see and that three is uh ricky fowler yeah recently tied up just got engaged so uh to a smoke i i was actually at the memorial two weeks ago and i picked her out of the crowd she for some reason she was with general admission i don't know what ricky's thinking there she should be between the ropes but she was looking (laughs) fine Unbe so unreal. Yeah, no, I see, I see Ricky, uh, Ricky, DJ, and and Kucher coming down the stretch on Sunday. And you want my pick? Yeah, who, yeah who's taking we, it? And what's want... the score? Uh, my pick on Sunday is uh, Ricky okay. Fowler, okay. two under par. Two under. So you think the winner is going to be below par? Okay, I do. I do think that just because, just because uh, tomorrow it's going to be, it's going to be soft here tomorrow. Um, I'm trying to re- remember what time Ricky goes out. I can't remember if he's morning I think or he's, night. I think but, he's. I think he's um, just after the morning. Yo, I got. Okay. I got a bouncing off the Ricky Fowler talk. I love the. I love the take on minus two. He is engaged to Allison Stokey, the chick who 
Remember the hot track and field pictures that came out? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's her. her. She, and and she's not she's not verified on Instagram because she's dating well because she's engaged to Ricky. She's verified because oh, of those yeah. pictures. God. Yeah. Ricky so, does very well for himself. That yeah. That, you could he's say a, that he's boy. a puma on the course and he's a puma off the course. That's for sure. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Wrapping so. it up here, um, we're a betting podcast. Um, we're going to be throwing money around uh, this weekend. Me and Evie kind of discussed it, but are there any lines you like right now? Um, I know you, you got your favorites. You got your, your, your guys picked out, but are there any guys you think are maybe a little too high, too low, um, that you can see you can make some money off of? Yeah, so obviously I'm throwing 20 on Kutcher. Okay. 75 to 1. I mean, that's for me a no brainer. Um, so I got money on Kucher. But also, I mean, if you want to throw a little money on two top guys right now, the, the highest guy is what's updated in the past couple hours. But either 10 or 11 to 1, throw it on two of those guys. And if they yeah, win, you make money. Fact. So that's, I'm going to do that. Not a number I'm going to do that on too. this podcast, Maddie, but that seems to add up. You are correct. It it does. You know, I, I mean, you're a Colgate guy, so you should yeah. maybe know that. I know you're a poly I stay away from numbers major, but... as, as much as I can get. Just look at my stat. Just look at my stat okay. line this uh, senior year. Okay. All right. Hey. Matt, see ya. But no. Hey, we so. appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, Matt himself, he's got. Uh, tell us, tell the listeners a little bit more about your. You got. You're actually dropping a podcast here this week, maybe end of the week, uh, beginning of next. Yep. It's a uh, podcast is golf pretty much all golf related we're really gonna zone in on those those bets because me and uh mac farley one of our one of our hometown buddies love to gamble a little bit and so more so on golf and anyways it's called next on the t podcast um but we're gonna focus on all things golf we're gonna try and do some uh course reviews eventually once we get a little built up but check it out next on the t should be launched here in the next couple days right on Mac's been busy with a new job. You heard it so, here. Yeah. So, but but we're we're going along. You heard with it that. here first on the dump and chase. Next on the T is going live. And hey, boys, I think I'm learning from the best in you too. So I appreciate it. it uh, appreciate it, Maddie. Uh, it should be brother. good. I always appreciate the so, words. Um, as always, Maddie, we appreciate you coming on and and kind of giving us the professional hot takes here in the golf world. Um, looking forward to a great weekend though at the U.S. Open. Should be good. We'll see how it shakes out. And we'll have to reconvene uh, next week. All righty. It's always great having Matt Ostick on. Um, as you heard, an elite golf mind, kind of our go-to for everything um, PGA Tour. But, Evan, um, after hearing about the course, about some of the players, the favorites and whatnot, let's go into some of our lock bets for the U.S. Open. Yep. Uh, what are you seeing? What do you like? Um, obviously, some high differentials, some some potential for some crazy payouts if you if you guess the winner. Um, what do you got for your lock bets going into the tourney? Well, as we kind of mentioned in the interview, a player coming off a win before the U.S. Open has actually never won the U.S. Open. So with DJ winning last week, um, he's actually the clear-cut favorite at plus 800. I really want to throw on him. But it's hard to kind of go against that stat to go against history, especially at a course that plays like a Lynx course. Um, I think I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Speed at plus eighteen hundred. Uh, I'm gonna put some money down on him. I think he could have a really good showing. He's he's proven that he can play in U.S. Opens. Um, Justin Thomas is another guy that you know he's the defending champ. 
at plus 1400 i'm gonna throw some money on him too and i honestly think it's rory rory's year it's it's really playing, it's playing like a lynx course you know the wind blows in every which way it's kind of like playing over overseas a bit down in southampton but uh you know, Rory's got length. If he can get his putter going and his iron game dialed in, I, I'm, I think he's uh, he's going to be my my most money I'm going to lay down. So I'm going to go with those three. I'll go with Spieth, Justin Thomas, and, and Rory McIlroy. Um, but I'm also probably going to throw some dough on kind of a long horse, um, dark shot. But Tommy Fleetwood at plus 4,000. You know, I used to have the hair back in the day like him. Uh, this guy has is, is play, been playing some pretty decent golf, finished – I believe in the top 15 at the uh, at the Masters. Look for him to shoot a, a low score and be in contention on Sunday at, at plus 4,000. All right. I don't have one clear winner here. I think you're right with the whole Dustin Johnson thing. Maybe he can stay hot and uh, kind of rewrite the record here. But my game plan going into this weekend is I'm picking – I don't know who I'm doing or going with yet, but out of the top 10, I'm going to put 20 bucks on probably four guys. Yeah. Um, and then just pick one long shot that's you know over plus ten thousand. But I think I'm going to go with Justin Thomas just because he was the winner last year. I'm a storyline guy. Um, I really like uh, Jason Day. I think he's due up for a big weekend. Yeah. I hate him, but I think the Swede Henrik Stenson is another pick. Okay. That I might throw some money I like on. That. I like that. Um, and you know what? Look for Bubba Watson to make a comeback. Yeah. I, I think he just can hammer the ball. Um, if he can keep it in the fairways and stay out of bunker trouble, I think he could have another big weekend. But um, yeah, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna just. I'm not gonna release okay. my picks yet. Actually, fuck it. I'm gonna go. Fuck it. This is yeah, a podcast. Yeah, Justin Thomas, Jason Day. I'm gonna go Henrik Stenson and Bubba Watson. Um, right. You heard it here. And then look for. Um, I'm going to go a long shot, kind of dig deep to the bottom. If, if we're going long shots, I'm going to go Sung Jun Park at plus 150,000. I just think not having any idea how this course plays out. It might be his first tournament overseas on, on American soil. I think look to him to, to, to score a, a low round and be in contention on at least Saturday, make the cut. Okay, I like that pick. Uh, I'm gonna go plus twelve thousand five hundred with my guy Jason Duffner. Okay. Uh, this is Snussing Podcast. Duff Daddy. It is. Um, it is. is known to pack lips. So I'm gonna stay with that theme, and, and my dark horse here is gonna be Jason Duffner. I I, I just want to touch on one thing, and I love how none of us have chosen Tiger Woods. We we're not very high on Tiger in this podcast. He, I think he's too high at twenty two hundred. I think so too. I mean he. He scores a decent round coming into the to the tournament yet again, gets everyone's hopes going, but we just know he's past his prime and I don't see him winning another major. Until he proves me wrong, I will not put money down on, on El Tigre. All right, those are some of our lock bets. Hopefully we can get some payouts on those. It might be a sweet little payout if, if, yeah. if, our, if, if our deep if guys hit. hit. Um, but let's finish up here with our dump and chase of the week. This week we're going off of uh, the summit conference. It's not Kim Jong Un and it's not Donald Trump, but Dennis Rodman. D Rod. CNN News did an interview with him. The guy, I, man, I don't know if he's drugged out. I don't know if he's got some extracurriculars going on where he's he, not all there. But yeah, in tears. I mean, I feel for the guy. Obviously, if if what he says is true and he's getting yeah. death threats, maybe. But I mean, I'm not in his shoes. I can't speak for him. Maybe he is receiving death threats. He First, yeah. he's saying, though, in his interview, I went home. 
But then he follows it up with, I couldn't go home. I couldn't go home. I was hiding out for 30 days, quote unquote. Where was he? Like Dennis, uh, where? Dennis, I'll just, you know, speaking, was it fake speaking tears, as the average fake emotion, speaking as the average American citizen and, and everything that's gone on with North Korea, I don't know what you, death threats are obviously horrible and they should never be a thing, but I don't know what you were kind of expecting to accomplish going over there as a one man unit. I know you played some basketball over there and that's how you and Kim Jong-un are, you know, kind of boys, but how about let's kind of start with his outfit. He had a Make America Great hat again on. He's got sunglasses. Sunglasses. He's got... He had the gauges. He had the lip ring, the double nose ring, dueling nose ring, and the pot coin. Buddy's trying to to promote pot coin over in North Korea. That's a bad bounce. Um, but yeah, the the American citizens are dumping and they're chasing away Dennis Rodman. Um, I think I he's got to just stay out. As it. much as I hate to say this. And everybody knows how much I, I love LeBron. But I think we got to give Jordan a slight bit of credit having to deal with that through his time in Chicago. I, how do you deal with somebody who's that emotional and with somebody consistently crying on your roster? I I don't know how Jordan did it. That's, that's kind of putting him ahead in the Jordan-LeBron debate here? I am not. I am not. But I'm, giving, I'm actually giving Jordan credit where he had to actually – carry around a teammate who is possibly an emotional cancer that we've probably never seen before. I mean, you've all played with that, that kid growing up that just cried about everything where, you know, daddy wasn't giving him enough ice. Uh, he missed the net. So he's going to cry, but to see him do it on CNN. Yeah. And I don't know if it's something where his, in his mind, he's going over there thinking he's going to steal the media, steal the thunder. I mean, yeah. obviously in a sense it worked. He had no reason being over there. It was between Trump and Kim Jong-un, and he tried to make it about himself, and it backfired. So U.S. We're dumping population on Dennis Rodman. is, And we're getting the puck out of play, and we're getting out. Uh, see you, Dennis Rodman. Uh, that's going to wrap up another episode of our podcast. Evan, we got a big week in the U.S. Open coming up. Um, we got the FIFA World Cup as well. Um, we'll be back, though, next week to kind of touch on um, the tournament winner, uh, recap our bets, and also talk about um, the final stages of the World Cup. And we'll also be hitting on the LeBron James sweepstakes. Until then, guys, we'll see you later. See ya. I'm in the kitchen sipping Sammy Abs. Now I'm rolling, iPhone stolen. Mama whip with five, but my guys both holding. We try to live our lives like our lives so golden. Got big shoes to feel like you try and go bolder till we strike out. We just hoping we don't strike out. For a quarter, how you going to take Mike out? Summertime shy, I had to pull a bike out. Ride and get nice, cause it's nice out. Oh. I'm standing in the land where the fan won't stay. Riding all day till the fan won't Still want my heart to hear my grandma pray For the fam and my friends when my mans go away Let's land in the land of the fam won't stay Ride all day to the fam okay Still want my heart to hear my grandma pray For the fam and my friends when my mans go away Don't wake up, don't wake up, don't wake up too fast Don't make up your mind, you should flake on that class Sing all you want, just don't drink on they ass Sure you got drive, don't turn fake on they ass Good morning, good morning